Just like most episodes, this one contains strong language. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and guests and in no way represent the state of Oklahoma, the Oklahoma Historical Society, or the Oklahoma State Historic Preservation Office. Welcome to the Musings of an ADD Mind podcast. This is your host, Jack, and I have the ADD Mind. Finally, after five and a half months of talking about it, (laughs) the Van Halen lead singer showdown is occurring. Now, depending on how this goes, because my wife is on the opposite team than I am, I might be sleeping on the couch tonight (laughs) if, as I suspect, Team Hagar is going to destroy Team Roth. So there is that, but... Uh, I'm very happy to announce that this is uh, being done with uh, Stephen Epley, who's the host of Music Rewind podcast, where people come on and talk about their favorite albums. It is an excellent podcast. I highly recommend it, especially if you like music. And if you don't like music, you should listen to it to find out some damn fine albums. So there's that. And so we're going to... The way this is going to work, we have the teams. There are five categories. Steven's going to be our moderator. And we each are going to get, um, he'll ask the questions. A person can have up to three minutes per question to make their case. He's going to assign points at the end. We know the first three questions that are going to be asked, but then there's the last two. We have no idea. Steven's going to fill us in on or ask us those. So we got to be sharp and on our toes. And, but I can tell you the first three questions are going to be, who is better at not being able to drive 55 miles an hour? The next question is, (laughs) who has the better natural red curly hair? And the third one is, who was probably the better gymnast when they were younger? (laughs) So... (laughs) Anyway, no, I just, those aren't actually the real questions, <laughs> but he's going to assign points. And then if there's a tie at the end, we're going to have to break down, which is a better Van Halen song with love in it. David Lee Roth saying, talking about love or Sammy Hagar's, why can't this be love? And then one member from the team will get to make the case in case of a tie. And then just for the hell of it afterwards, we're going to talk about who's the better bassist, Michael Anthony or Wolfgang Van Halen. So. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, I'm going to hand it over to to Stephen, and he's, I guess, going to start start moderating this bad boy. So she's all yours. Okay, everyone, gentlemen, lady, <laughs> the, the legendary 1957 guidebook, competitive competitive debate rules, techniques, and decorum by George McCoy Musgrave will not be followed. Instead. I expect a rowdy, unruly, and chaotic debate that is befitting the subject matter. Each team will have three minutes to plead their case per category, earning a point total of one through five per category. And after five categories, highest point total wins. Any questions? I'm good. All right. David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar. The great showdown. Question one goes to the David Lee Roth team, which chronologically I think is the best starting point. I agree. which frontman had the best stage presence? T- Team Roth, go. Would you like 
me or you to go first, Heather? Go for it, Brandon. I mean, this is a gimme. This it is. is. This, I mean, this is the category that's all David Lee Roth. I mean, sure, like if you're seeing Van Halen in 2022 and you're like 65 years old and you don't want to have a good time or get out of your seat, <laughs> you want to just stay seated. Maybe you just listen to some Ronnie Millsap on the way up to the show. Sure, Sammy Hagar is probably your guy. He's just going to stand there and sing the songs. You know, maybe you're into Sinatra. Maybe you like the crooners. But if you want like a badass show where somebody's jumping up and doing the splits and touching his toes and, you know, you know, throwing his underwear out to the women because they're throwing his panties at him. I mean, this is David Lee Roth. If we're talking about stage presence and like showmanship, I mean, come on. This this is a gimme slam dunk. I feel silly even having to argue this. I feel like this is just being automatic five points to David Lee Roth and zero to Sammy Hagar. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, I do think Larry, though, can actually talk to seeing Ronnie Millsap live. <laughs> but um don't bring ronnie into this <laughs> <laughs> you, you uh, guys still have a minute and a half left yeah, do you want Heather, to do make you want, your do you, make your case oh, okay do you want no, to add I mean, to this i agree is there is it's it's a no-brainer i mean he does freaking gymnastics and i mean that's near and dear to my heart but yeah i mean he dresses all flashy and cool it's completely nostalgic first of all you know we all that's how we were introduced to van halen is this dude getting out there you know jumping around and literally touching and so he's a cheerleader and a gymnast i mean it's there's it's just freaking cool <laughs> there's no doubt about it and and yeah brandon's right you know if you want to just sit there and, and listen to a dude sing then yeah sammy i guess but as far as front men go there is there's no there's no question he just he now, captures follow up question for you. Yeah. Do you guys think that the the reunited David Lee Roth lineup took that down a notch at all? Hmm. I'm I mean, it took it down a notch, but it's still about nine notches higher than Sammy Hagar <laughs> yes. in his prime. Like <laughs> I mean, okay, so Eminem uh had a diss track with Machine Gun Kelly, right? And he said, I'd rather be 80-year-old me than 20-year-old you. That's like, I'd rather watch 80-year-old David Lee Roth than 20-year-old Sammy Hagar. Absolutely. I was wondering how long Machine Gun Kelly would enter the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try to stay relevant, Brandon. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, to, to paraphrase Dan Aykroyd from the 1970s Saturday Night Live, Brandon, you ignorant slut. Sammy Hagar is clearly the better front man. Sammy Hagar is the only person singing a song that caused my wife's eardrums to burst at a concert. That hasn't happened to other lead singers. And having seen Mr. Samuel Hagar live multiple times, he doesn't just stand there all, you know, prone and unable to move like, say, Brandon's wife when he comes out of the shower naked and she's scared. So that was that was a that was a low blow. I, I apologize, Brandon. But <laughs> Brandon likes low blows when he comes out of the shower naked. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah, I think I, I add some points to Jack's argument. I actually like that. <laughs> but Sammy does not just stand there doing nothing. Now, does he leap Amen. around like a like a gymnast with bees in his pants? No, he doesn't do that. He's more <laughs> cultured, more refined, more for the intellectual Van Halen listener. What? <laughs> That's all I could come up with. Leave me alone. You know, I'm going to interject, though, real quick. Hang on. We still got time. Okay. Now you're right. You do. No, no. I I got a timer going. I can stop it if if you want to. All right. All right. Put a a pen in it. Heather, go. (laughs) Um, It was not Sammy who was responsible for my blown eardrum. That would have been Eddie Van Halen. So just saying. I I believe Sammy was singing. Wow. So Jack is just. Straight up lies in his argument. <laughs> Sammy was, was during, singing. No, it was when Eddie Van Halen was doing his riff all by himself, his little solo over there. Remember, and he tripped over the <sighs> lies, amp lies, and he lies. fell on his butt and didn't miss a beat. You were that drunk off your butt when we went no, there. I How would you know? <laughs> no, you I were... was not. Yes, yeah, she was eighteen years old. She was she was trash drunk because she had to have, do something to have a good time at a same age. I get drunk too. Oh um, my god! <laughs> okay, that's all I had to say. I'm just saying it had nothing to do all with right. Sammy. Larry, all right, Larry, Larry, what'd you have in there? All right, so start mine off with a question: Has anyone ever seen David Lee Roth live? Hmm. Okay, I have. So that tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> First of all, being a lead singer, a band frontman, whatever you want to say, doesn't require you to be excellent at gymnastics. I go to a lot of concerts and commanding the stage, having a presence as you stalk that bitch the way Sammy Hagar did when I saw him, it was phenomenal. Now, yeah, David Lee Roth, he can jump a mile in the air. Super. Well, I'm. I suppose that's some value if you want to see a guy do the splits. I don't want to know him like that. There's really no dude I want to know like that. Uh, I'd rather just have someone come rock my ass off. Um, like I experienced when I saw Sammy Hagar. Uh, just It wasn't the same. Both of them put on a decent enough show, but only one of them really had an encore you wanted. It was Sammy Hagar. And they were playing all their Van Halen stuff. Yeah, they were without Sammy, or I'm sorry, without Eddie. But, you know, Michael Anthony was playing with one guy out there. He was playing with Sammy Hagar, and he was enjoying the hell out of it. That, to me, says everything about uh, someone leading a band, uh, you know, the people who want to be around him. Uh, in the case of David Lee Roth, I could see, I, I just I have this vision in my mind. If we were in a band together, I saw that guy coming my way, I'd probably be like, yeah, I got to come up with an excuse to get out of here because he's he doesn't yeah he may have some some flash some pop on stage it doesn't really translate to great songs it doesn't translate to a great show in and of itself he can whip a microphone stand around hit himself in the nose that's cool he did that jimmy uh, kimmel that doesn't make him a great showman that doesn't make him a great band leader sammy hagar is the type of dude you want to sit down and have a beer with enjoy life with him you want to be in that band. You want to be on the front row enjoying every second of that and soaking it up. Not because some guy is just kind of a douche. You want to you want to be there soaking up the hard rock, soaking up Sammy Hagar. That's right, true. That, that that sounded a little bit dirty than I expected yeah. it to be. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to say real quick though. Um 
Larry and I have actually seen the greatest performance on stage. And that was the diamond cutter, Neil Diamond. He blows both of those guys away. And you can laugh, but I am not bullshitting you. I will. Yeah, Larry and I took man. our mothers. I did not. Now, just out of my curiosity, having not seen Van Halen at all live, unfortunately, um, how did Hagar handle the Roth tunes? Just irrelevant to the conversation. Just I'm curious. He, he sang did, them. Could he? Yeah. Yeah, he sang them just fine. He. He didn't sing him like, oh, God, I got to sing this old crap. He went in and sang everything, gave it all he had okay. for each song. So, yeah, he didn't look at it as a, I can't sing this. This wasn't my stuff. He went in and he sang all of the, all of the old stuff, which is more than the other guy does. I mean, are we really basing stage presence on who would rather have a beer in a conversation exactly. with? Exactly. I don't, I don't hey. care. I, I love to have, I love having, a beer and and a conversation with Larry, but I don't want him leading Van Halen when I go see him. No offense, Larry. No, you probably do. <laughs> Take it back. Yeah, that's actually true. I actually I would actually pay good money to see Larry leading <laughs> now that I think about it. I would shred. I would absolutely <laughs> shred. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Qu- question one is question one is done. Got it, got I got my score. Uh, should, should we release these per per category, or do you want to wait till the end? Let's wait till the end. Oh, that way, end. we don't yeah. know what we have to how yeah. we have to fight. Yeah. We'll, we'll Spoiler: just It's five zero in favor of uh, David. <laughs> you think it's five zero in favor of the douchebags? Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy can right. jump and do some kickity kicks. Woo! <laughs> Showmanship. Hello. It gets your attention. <laughs> All Showmanship right. does Question not number two. present. Question ah. number two. Uh, with a catalog that spans decades of hits across the board, which frontman brought more to the recording process as a songwriter? See, that would this be... This one a... goes to Hagar first. Um, I... Okay. So if you're basing it strictly on album sales just quality of the songs okay quality of the songs you got to go with sammy hagar a sammy hagar knows how to write a song for one he contributes to the music writing process which david lee roth never did that was always just you know eddie he also knows how to play an instrument so there was they were able to have an additional guitar on songs when they needed them did, Roth did play Ice Cream Man, though. So, so he played acoustic oh, well. guitar and Ice Cream Man. I got, I got to okay. interject. Well, that one. Yeah. Andy also knows how to produce and do all of that other stuff. So clearly he was bringing more than just I'm showing up and singing what Eddie tells me to sing. Larry? Yeah, I mean, I obviously totally agree. Um, I know this isn't about solo work, but if you were to put the two against one another it's not even close it's clear one is a much better songwriter than the other one's a much better artist than the other but just looking at the halen catalog i mean yeah no one will dispute van halen one was an amazing album absolutely was literally had nothing to do with david lee roth right i mean that was all magic brought by eddie van halen 
as most of it was up until Hagar came in and brought us the tunes, the refinement, uh, as Jack stated earlier, for a, a smarter rock group, a more refined, smart uh, rock group. Uh, Halen just brought, or Hagar just brought a lot more to Van Halen. Um, there, there is no way right now would have ever been written and perfected the way, which is my favorite Van Halen tune, by the way. There's no way that would have ever worked with David Lee Roth. There's just not. That's Larry. That might be the smartest thing you've ever said in the history of me knowing you. I'm just I've said a lot of really <laughs> smart shit, but <laughs> at least I think it's smart. Um, you know, <laughs> other other songs. Oh, go ahead. No, you know, finish what you started is my second favorite Van Halen song, and you know, Eddie and Sammy wrote that together. Um, Mm-hmm. just absolutely phenomenal even though it's it's an acoustic jam right i mean that whole thing is just i, I mean that's that's been one of my top songs forever right now i kind of fell in love with later on honestly but anyway um that is another i just i, I don't see something that great coming out of a david lee roth session yeah you know, it, I, I just don't and so yeah. for me that that's that's the big, like my love affair with Sammy Hagar. It really revolves around, you know, his, his body of work there with Halen and those songs he brought up, they were, they were just better in my mind than, than the ones uh, that they had with, uh, with David Lee Roth. And, and after the Hagar song, Pound Cake is the second greatest song about a female's behind after baby got back. So there is, I, I don't think David Lee Roth even knows about how to write a song about a woman's hindsight without just saying it outright, using that, you know, bit of intellect needed to make it sound like maybe he really is talking about cake, but no, it was not. So Brandon brought in Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly, you brought in Sir mix just... It's keeping things even here. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I like that he's team, giving. Team. I like that he's giving the song credit for the subtlety, and yet it's not as good as "Baby Got Back" in all of its subtlety. Uh, and it's the sheer all, audacity of "Baby Got Back." <laughs> first of all, first of all, you're forgetting about "Rump Shaker." You're forgetting about all about that bass. There are plenty of songs about women's backsides that are better than "Pound Cake." Give me a break. All right, no, no. All right is it our turn? Yeah, go for it. Okay, for the record, so, though, none of those use a drill on the guitar. <laughs> on the guitar, <laughs> that, exactly. Yeah, that, that does give it a little something extra. Okay, so Larry and Jack are using the words intellect and refinement. We're talking about freaking Van Halen, guys. This is a party band. This is a rock fun party band. Hagar made them just like another forgettable solid pop rock band. David Lee Roth brought the rock. Okay, listen. Aretha Franklin was a much better singer and vocalist than Vince Neil. Can we all agree with that? Yes. Yes. Now, does anybody want her singing Kickstart My Heart? Yes. No. Yes, I, in fact, do. No. I, that you would be amazing. Vince, I, you want I'd pay I money for that. Love, yeah, I would love to see that. Actually. <laughs> and look. I love Larry remakes. Roth brings up uh, right now, you know, and, and like David Lee Roth couldn't sing that. All right, look. 
Sammy Hagar, hot for teacher would have never worked with Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Like when Sammy, when Sammy Hagar sings hot for teacher, I assume he means in like a completely platonic, respectful way. Like the only after class activity he saw for is like math tutoring or something. Uh, David, <laughs> like, like when David Lee Ross sang it, I believe he truly wants to get it on like Donkey Kong with his teacher. This is Van Halen we're talking about. A party band, and David Lee Roth brings it. Look, Van Halen's biggest album of all time, 1984, that's David Lee Roth. Their biggest song of all time, Jump, that's David Lee Roth. All the songs, if you go to karaoke. Jump sucks. If you go to mm -hmm. karaoke, if you go to some rock show, if you go, if somebody's covering their head, it's going to be Jump, Hoffer Teacher, Panama. It's going to be all the, Running with the Devil. It's going to be all those David Lee Roth songs. Nobody gives a crap about those Hagar songs. It's like, ah, <clears throat> go ahead, Heather. Sorry, I feel like I'm talking. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much nailing what but I was going to say. Just to correct you, Van Halen <laughs> 1 sold more albums than 1984. So you were completely wrong. Oh, well, both David Lee Roth. I already acknowledged Van Halen 1. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so. All right, so the top. Oh, that that just further proves my point, Jack. Thank you. The top two Van Halen albums of all time are both David Lee Roth. <laughs> that, awesome. that doesn't mean that it's that it's better. You know, I mean, but there are plenty of movies add, that have to, sold to more a, than others. So go to ahead. Add another Steve. variable. Didn't didn't the Hagar era have? Was it four straight number one albums? Yes, I believe you are correct. The only number one albums that Van Halen had. And and mm. the other thing, too, while you're talking numbers, yes, they sold more with David Lee Roth, but he had seven albums, and Sammy Hagar only had uh, five. So he had two more chances. Anyway. Like, like, oh, if you, like per average, I, I believe it still goes to David Lee Roth. But I can't back that up because I, I don't know. Well, I'm not going to math right, well, that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call BS because no one knows any different. <laughs> That's right. I mean, we can. I mean, I believe if you just take Van Halen and 1984 together, that pretty much does it. Right. Well, yeah, but then you're forgetting all the covers and the rest of the albums. Oh wait, they didn't actually write those. Sorry, I'm, I'm not. I'm not supposed to take sides in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, cool, I, I was pre cool. I, I was fully prepared to talk about Van Halen too. Uh, you know, it, it, I'm sorry. Diver down, diver down. Nothing but cover songs, and they all sucked. You asked if you want to hear Aretha Franklin singing anything. Yeah, put give me her singing anything. I don't need David Lee Roth singing cover tunes. The guy can't sing. Yeah, but, but would you rather covers, hear though. Aretha Franklin or Vince Neil sing Kickstart My Heart with, with <laughs> Motley Crue? I'm not a big crew fan, so I'd rather hear Aretha oh Franklin. My God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I was I was thinking more of having it Aretha Franklin style, not as the lead That's singer. That's exactly of Motley right. Crue. Okay, all right, let's let's switch it. Welcome to the jungle <laughs> with with Axl Rose, or welcome to the jungle with Aretha Franklin or, or Luciano Pavarotti, both immaculate <laughs> singers. That would still be interesting with Aretha Franklin. Oh my God! Whatever. <laughs> Actually, I, I, would, I would rather hear Axl Rose. Don't don't get it twisted. Yeah. we're talking about <laughs> David Lee Roth, who cannot sing, and Sammy Hagar, who can. So earlier, but, is it, but but again, that goes back to my point. Like I'm I'm, I'm but he can jump and, and flip and spin the better stuff. Singer. 
but that doesn't but the, mean the, the, the category the category was about recording process as a songwriter yeah yeah david lee ross nowhere in the conversation let's come on we're kidding ourselves and, and while we're talking about alternate lead singers heather and i before oh the God. podcast started we're talking about somewhere in the multiverse of madness is a van halen that after sammy hagar left patty labelle was the lead singer <laughs> I, I, I would still like to, to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I would. <laughs> all right. Category three is kind of a loaded question. Okay. Because it all depends on all depends on your point of view. So this should be an interesting one. Which era of the of the band had the most top hits? So this could vary from your point of view of what designates a hit, mm. which chart. I do have numbers in front of me, so I'm just kind of curious on the on the. Uh, how this panel debates this. this uh, I'll this go one. with uh, Team Roth. Nope. Uh, you or me, Heather? Go for it. I'm I'm looking up something. <laughs> I mean, again, again, this comes down to when you're talking about vintage Van Halen. If I went out to the streets mm -hmm. and I asked a hundred people to mm -hmm. tell me their favorite Van Halen songs, like we're talking at least. 80% of people, 85% of people are going to say the words jump, offer teacher, you really got me, right. running with the devil. Uh, so this is love. Uh, I mean, it's going to all be David Lee Roth, Panama, of course. Uh, the, it's all, Nobody's going to mention the Sammy Hagar st stuff. The, the other 15% I left out, like Jack and Larry are two of them, then... <laughs> you know, a bunch of guys who don't know who Van Halen are are going to say Hagar too. Like everybody's going to say David Lee Roth. I mean, if we're talking about Van Halen's most iconic songs, the songs that have kind of stood the test of time, if you listen to you know classic rock radio, what's going to come up? It's going to be David Lee, David Lee Roth stuff. Yeah, and I think a lot of it goes to um, because that's again, like I said earlier, that's who that's how we were introduced to Van Halen. That's, you know, all of those things, of course, eighties, you know, that sticks in your head when you grew up in the eighties and, <laughs> you know, those are what I remember first. Those are the first things that I think about, just like what you were saying, Brandon. Um, so to me, yeah, it's, it's the first thing that people are going to think of in my opinion is going to be David Lee Roth, the eighties stuff, the early or mid eighties stuff. Team Hagar. Um, I'm sorry. They were just repeating this, droning the same stuff over and oh, over, and I zoned up. out. Um, I I quit listening. <laughs> you, can, you can only hear Brandon repeat the same thing so many times before you before you fall asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. You know, Jump was big and got played a lot on MTV. Uh, and, you know, but. To sit there and act like people aren't gonna mention the Sammy Hagar song is just insane. Did you bang your head and have a concussion? You know, so many like like right here, right now, they still that song gets played in commercials all the time. You don't you don't yeah. hear the David Lee Roth stuff getting played in commercials, and you know why? Because everybody knows if you want to sell some shit, you have to have Sammy Hagar. It's overplayed. Even even his tequila was a top twenty hit <laughs> in 
and now is run because he's contractually obligated to never sell tequila again. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, when he sold when he sold the tequila, that was part of his deal. <laughs> That's why I switched I to rum. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Larry, if you could, uh, well, I don't know if you were able to stay awake during Brandon's rant or not, if you'd like to mention something. Yeah, so so for me, okay, I'm, I think, a little younger than others. So uh, I would just say my my first memories of Van Halen were, were post-David Lee Roth. Okay. I mean, I would have well, yeah, been, you were a little bit again. Yeah. I would have been five when, uh, <laughs> when Hagar came around moving into six, something like that. Yeah. So um, see, you don't count. It, yeah. But I mean, I think, you, you know, I have an appreciation. I just <laughs> want to see the who I love the old stuff. Come on. You <laughs> know, know, but, but it comes down to me, you know, for me, top hits is, is kind of relative. And, and the big qualifier is, where was Eddie Van Halen at in the process? So I think his taste changed and the, his entire like artistic kind of inspiration direction he was going, I should say was changing. I mean, I, I hate jump to this day. I hated it the first time I ever heard it. Uh, it, it just, for whatever Amen. reason that, that does, that's, that's a no fly for me. That one doesn't work, but they started moving kind of that direction. And what, what I think now we're kind of reflecting back is that Hagar made that stuff better than where it was going. He, he left his fingerprints on the band by making it better than their last couple Van Halen albums with David Lee Roth. I thought 1984 was good. Uh, actually, in fact, I thought it was great. I, I thought Van Halen one was great, but, jump and the way you saw a lot of the misses that were filler material on a lot of those albums the latter albums with david lee roth they're not there with hagar so i, I can listen to the hagar albums front to back without skipping anything the entire quality of the album is better than most of the david lee roth things now again that's relative to my perspective mm -hmm. because that's what i was raised on and and that's what i fell in love with and still what i like to this day you know and i mean van halen was not in one not in my top 20 bands but if you give me one you know one singer over the other preference it's going to be hagar every time and moderate, and th moderate. Th those were my hits well to those piggyback on that jump was the biggest hit with david lee roth and he didn't like that song. He didn't want to record it with the synthesizers. It, the but, thing that it's known for, Roth doesn't like it. Every every great band has their one overplayed song that okay. once you dive deeper into the catalog, you realize, man, that's that's mid-tier. There's so many songs better. You know, whether it's your sweet home Alabama or you know, pick pick any other overplayed song. And I, I agree, jump is is overplayed. They have better songs, but jump is the only number one hit. Moderate, can, can I add one more point to this as a rebuttal? Yes, you can. <laughs> so I, I'd like to get back to, you know, the actual subject was hits, not like deep cuts and personal favorites. So since we're talking about hits, if you look at the Spotify top five for Van Halen, which tracks the most played songs by people when they're listening to Van Halen, number one, Jump, number two, Panama, number three, Running with the Devil, number four, Hot for Teacher, number five, You Really Got Me. That is a clean sweep. David Lee Roth, thank you. We'll take our five points. Let's is that and that's Spotify also clear, pays that's a shit ton of money to Joe Rogan. So what do they know? Oh my to, god. 
to, to be clear, does Spotify, because I don't know, I'm old school, I'll listen to records. Um, does Spotify count just Spotify stuff that like young people who are dumbasses would only consider? Everybody. And they track, they have every Van Halen every. album. Oh, young, so. young people and Brandon. I mean, it, it's their audience, right? Their audience people is young people and Brandon. Jack, are you no. able to unlock? Jack, no. are you able to unlock it so I can share my screen? Uh, I should be able to. Hang on, let me look down here. I'm bottom. undecided on this category. I was hoping to share something to to generate some sort of deciding either way. Uh, that's a nice that way of saying it? no there one. You. That's a nice way of saying no one made a compelling argument yet. No, both are <laughs> too compelling. Is the problem? All right, there you go. This is the the hot 100 records here. Uh, singles so if you look at number ones roth top tens mm -hmm. hagar top 20 roth has more top 40 hagar has more top 100 roth has more so it's quite the the versatile it's, yeah spread there that is true fortunately I, I think, with that I, false news of brandon that fake news brandon's throwing it <laughs> no, <laughs> go ahead brandon. no, <laughs> no I, I think that you know we're ha we're recording this podcast in 2022, so I you know these this these chart performance are you know important, but now we're looking at like which ones stood the test of time, which ones ended up being the most iconic, and their five most iconic songs are all David Lee Ross. So if we were to rank all these you know chart performances, the top five would end up being David Lee Roth. Right. What what are you putting ahead of right now? Just so we're clear. I mean, the the people of of the world are putting all those five songs that I listed above oh, right now on Spotify. It's it's not me. It's here. Let, let me tell you how many people. It's um, it's exactly five hundred and eighty-seven million people are putting Jump above right now. Two hundred and forty-nine million Panama. One hundred and seventy million Running with the Devil. One hundred and twenty-seven million Hopper Teacher. And ninety-five million. You really got me. Right now isn't charting, so I, I can't tell you how many listens it has. That is a lot of wrong opinions. So, but so so those people were talking about the hits from back when they were, uh, I'd say, a little more relevant is what we're looking at here. And you're saying it's current uh, because you're saying current with Spotify. Um, I just I don't I just don't know. It, it is a it is a valid <laughs> argument. It's that's a good point. I don't even know what Spotify no. is. Oh my God. And I'm older than you. Okay. Brandon, can you look up the Neil Young top chart top charts? Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. No. You know what? Here. I bet yeah. none of those dumbasses have Stevie Wonder above any of this Van Halen stuff either. So that tells me everything I need to know. They sure as shit don't have the who and they don't so, have the key. So I don't want to know what these bums think right. about music. So because you're an old fart at heart, everybody else is wrong? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Stevie's and, and to make you feel better, Larry, Stevie does have more monthly listens than Van Halen does. He's got 16 million monthly listeners. Um, his top songs are Sign Still Delivered. I just called the I Love You, Superstition from Once in My Life and Sir Duke. And I would say those are probably the most five most popular, not best, mm -hmm. but five most popular right. Stevie songs. Most popular. Yeah, I, I don't okay. know. I can't I can't take this I trip with you. I have my category three resolved. Okay. <laughs> but, and before we get into my two categories, I want to tell Larry that I have a Quadrophenia episode coming up in a couple of weeks. So you might enjoy that one. Oh Over my on God. Music Rewind. Yes. 
Yeah, it's over two hours long. It was a hell of a conversation. The the album or the conversation? Okay, yeah, I got you. The conversation. It's with a who's <laughs> super fan. So we 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 dove in, dove in deep. Cool. <laughs> All right. So now we get into my two questions here. What era of the band produced the best music videos? And I'll throw this to to Roth. <laughs> I mean, duh. <laughs> I mean, this is okay. not as easy as you think. No. Well, here's so. my thinking. Okay. Um, the 80s, obviously, I remember the first day that MTV played. I remember, you know, when videos became a thing. You're old. Yeah, whatever, you're older <laughs> than me. Uh, but it was like, I think August, it was right before school started, summertime, and, and my sister and I, you know, we're like, holy shit, we found it. It was awesome. And, you know, and so that's when like videos became a thing. So, I'm automatically going to say David Lee Roth because, again, it goes with the showmanship. They were awesome. They were, like, funny to watch. They were cool. It was, you know, you, everybody sang along because, like Brandon said, they're, you know, most popular songs. And so it's like you, I don't know, maybe I'm just nostalgic, but to me, that was the birth of videos, you know, and so watching David Lee Roth, of course, yes, I'm going to go back to doing gymnastics and, and, you know, cheerleading and stuff like that, but also flashy, you know, and that was so 80s that, you know, dressing the way that he dressed and, you know, being a ninja on stage and stuff like that it was just freaking cool. So, I mean, how can you, to me, that's, it's blatant. It's obvious. Brandon? I mean, this is, this is easy for me. It's David Lee Roth and why? Because I can actually think of every single one of those videos and what they right. were and what they looked like. I cannot think of a single Sammy Hagar video. Uh, I don't, you know, videos weren't as right. popular and I probably just didn't care to watch them because it was Sammy Hagar. Uh, <laughs> but just for the simple fact that I, and I assume a lot of people listening and, and Van Halen fans could actually tell you what the jump video or, or exactly. all these videos looked like and felt like and how much fun they were and again i agree with heather when you're watching videos you just want to be fun i mean you're watching right. three or four minutes you just want to have a good time have some good visuals and that's david lee roth i have no idea what any of those sammy hagar videos are about and i'm good with that and see i have to interject too i mean be part of that too is that you know and i'm going to tell my little story my sister and i were um both gymnasts back in the day and um and we liked to <laughs> As gonna bring up jump again, but every time you know the word jump came up in the in the song, we would challenge each other to do a back handspring. And so, <laughs> tell you what, it wears the shit out of you. But we it, we laughed so much, and I'm gonna associate that with that because we're watching a video, and he's so energetic, and it makes you just like want to go go, you know. And that's what it, that's what's what it's all about. It's just being involved and in, and in, you know singing along and. You know, it's fun. <laughs> Team Hagar, let's see. The only thing about 80s music videos that really needs to be said is the word spandex. <laughs> and Hello? just because just because you have a fondness for looking at men in spandex doesn't mean that they're better videos. <laughs> oh, but it Which does. is incidentally how Jack <laughs> snagged Heather, I'd like to add. <laughs> that is entirely oh. true. That it lifts and separates, true. Jack. It lifts and separates. <laughs> that is true. It is. It is amazing what can happen when you have a ban a, ban a banana in your spandex. But 
<laughs> but yes, I will grant you that there were some memorable, memorable videos, you know, from the 80s by, by Van Halen. But have you seen the California Girls video? Sort of plain and humdrum. Oh, and it whatever. had a lot of women in bikinis, and it was still kind oh of plain. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm just going to say, once again, the Right Now video, uh, uh, that uh, brings uh, tears uh, yeah. to you. No, it did. did. Did Jack just make our arguments for us? He's talking about yeah, I did. hot girls in bikinis, <laughs> and that's supposed to be uh, I was about to chime in as that's irrelevant, but then he brought it back to Right Now, so. Yeah, but that's all he said. What about Yeah, it? well, he said despite the girls, it was still lame. Nah, and, and yeah, I, listen, I, I I never had MTV. I'm from Piedmont, Oklahoma, man. <laughs> we didn't have that as an option. And uh, you know, I did go over to some friends' houses who had uh who had the cable and uh every now and again would see some, but we're talking like strictly the latter day Halen. So probably not probably not fair as far as that goes, but um, you know, I, I I remember seeing some of the, like VH1 classic stuff. Uh, you know, for the for the early Halen, it just always seemed cheesy to me. Hot for teacher that that video seemed Hello? cheesy. California yeah. girls seemed cheesy again. And don't don't try to come in here, by the way, <laughs> and and try to improve something the Beach Boys did. Don't you dare. That's all I can say. So you don't want to talk David's bluegrass version of Jump then either? Is that? I, I can honestly say I've never heard that. So I'm don't I'm happy don't to say yeah d- yeah don't don't Google that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got a question for the panel. It's it's kind of like you know you don't get tree... to ask the questions here. Yeah, you do. If, if a tree, I'll, falls... I'll allow it. Thank you. Thank you. If a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, did it actually make a sound? It's right. like same or like. If Sammy Hagar lets some Van Halen videos, but nobody watch them, do they even matter? Exactly. Here's where where I struggle with this. See, my two favorite videos almost of all time are Hot for Teacher and Right Now. Hmm. They're they're like dead even. They're, they're, say, two great bands, and they're two phenomenal videos in two completely different ways. Very much so. That is true. So I've got a question for you, Brandon. I'll I'll allow if a tree falls in the forest and its name's David Lee Roth, is it still <laughs> terrible at singing? <laughs> Irrelevant. Some people think cucumbers taste better pickled. I don't know. <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? What? I don't know. Does the tree fall down in spandex while doing the splits? Hello. <laughs> the tree falls down all the time because he's disabled now. If you've seen uh. that dude move. <laughs> yeah, because he gave us his all back then. I think he gave his all because he was probably getting a lot of women's all. And you're you're wow. probably right about that. If ever there was a okay, here's a bonus question: Which lead singer of Van Halen has had the most STDs? <laughs> That's not. Uh. Uh-uh. I mean, is, is that, that the way you mean... saw this going? <laughs> no. <laughs> do, do you, I don't have do you enough research your... done on Gary to answer that. <laughs> Do you want your your the leader of your rock band that you're into your party rock band to be abstinent, right? Or do you want him to be? Or do you want him to be Will Chamberlain? Give me Will. <laughs> First of all, Sammy has like twelve kids. Nice, Sammy. Family man. Yeah, so... I, mean, I wouldn't call it family necessarily. <laughs> like, like, like eight of them are with his 
current yeah. wife who he's been married with for oh, well, that's 40 right. years. So that didn't make him a party dude. Doesn't mean that he's not getting a lot of poo nanny. Oh my God. That's not what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he's just right. getting it. Final, let me move on to the final question. <laughs> Please. Final question. Use a crowbar. <laughs> a toast rack if right. you have to. Get us out of here. This one, this one will hopefully make you think of something here uh, to, to bring it out. Uh, which era of the band produced the best single song lyric? Mm. Oh, my goodness. I need a second. Yeah. And, uh, I, and the one that is not included because it is the best and cannot be beat is I don't feel tardy. So that one it cannot be used. It is just it cannot be beat. It's just kind of outside the argument. Mm. Uh, give me one second. I got to. I got to pull something up. I just want to make sure I quote the lyric correctly. <laughs> and uh, I, think, like, who's, I think it's Team Roth's turn to go first. Yeah. I'm thinking, man. See, and, and this one, I I really have no God damn it. predilection. This is all personal preference. This is going to be entirely based on the lyrics you come up with and your personal argument. Okay. All right, give me. Uh, That's a lot of brain power at the moment. Hang on. <laughs> You're going to have to edit a lot of this out, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. I'm editing none of this out. Oh, my God. Just add in the Jeopardy music and you're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> We're all just thinking too much. Well, I'll go ahead and just so we don't have blank airspace. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and throw this out there from... The aforementioned excellent right now. Mm. Miss a beat, miss the beat, you lose the rhythm, and nothing falls into place. Only missed by a fraction, slipped a little off your pace. Not only is that a perfect line about songs, that's also life in general. You know, it could be everything's going along fine. You just zigged when you should have zagged, and you slipped a little off your pace. It's beautiful. Dave can't write that. I don't even know if Dave knows how to write. Oh my God. That is a good lyric. That's the point in the video where they even say, now we right now we should listen to the lyrics. Remember that, that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh hey, okay. I do actually remember that little bit of the video. Whatever. You remember <laughs> it well. Do I? Hmm. Team Ross, do you have a lyric? freaking think of anything here here's the deal i've already i've already um admitted you know to the intellect and refinement of the hagar era but i see that as a negative when we're looking no 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 let me quantify the question here it can be a fun lyric it can be it you know you know about you know being someone's ice cream man i'm cool with that (laughs) right okay okay and that's where I'm. That's where I'm going with it. It doesn't have to be profound. That's yeah, exactly. Okay. That's that's where I'm going. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah. So with that in mind, that Van Halen is supposed to be a fun rock band. Yeah. I haven't looked anything up. I'm just gonna say when I'm listening to my fun rock band, I want to hear the words. I got it bad. Got it bad. Got it bad. <laughs> I'm hot for teacher. I mean, it's simple. Give me the good stuff. I like it. It's okay. good. Larry, okay. you got anything? I don't feel tardy. 
<laughs> Man, I don't. I, I've been I've been sitting here trying to think, and I mean, I, I love right now, but I'm trying to think of a lyric outside of that 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 I'd go with. How telling is it that nobody can come up with a good lyric from from either era when the strength of Hagar's was supposed to be the refinement and intellect, <laughs> and yet we're sitting here at a stalemate. Hmm, it, interesting. It's, it's the pressure of having just had that thrown at you. You know, sometimes mm. you just something happens and you're, you know, you just can't move forward. That's why it's good that this was a impromptu one, y'all. Yeah. You guys had no time to prepare for this one. Yeah. Was, you guys hear me again? One. Yes. Yeah, we, we, we got you. Got you now. Holy cow. Just kicked me right off. Hmm. Anyway, I didn't come up with anything while I was off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely a a curveball that I don't think any of us saw coming. That was a that was a good one, Stephen. You you brought this podcast down to its knees. (laughs) I'm still thinking and like tomorrow it's going to like occur to me or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be at work going. (gasps) Heather, right now is your tomorrow. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It means everything. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a good lyric. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But see, y'all y'all keep going to right now. That's all you keep going to. So, right. Well, okay. Apparently, the Hagar era was right now. Apparently, so right now well, versus everything else. <laughs> all I know is when we're done with this, I'm going to go in the in there to Heather, and I'm going to say, "Let me get on. Let me get on. Let me get on some of oh that. Shake it up. Bake it up nice." You're going to say pound cake, yeah. And I'm going to say, "I so love my baby's pound cake." <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> I I was going to have my final question be, "What is the best?" album title but nothing can beat for unlawful carnal knowledge to me so yeah, i didn't wins. feel that one was fair that's yeah. that's, yeah, that's no. clever and and graphic and just all every, all things all at once it was i love that album title i i agree with you on that one <laughs> you know, whatever what? side of the argument i'm making that yeah what, no. was there some kind of acronym they were going for there or i don't something? know uh-uh. i don't know what you're trying to yeah i don't know <laughs> Apparently, it dates back to when someone got put in the the stocks mm-hmm. back in like Puritan era or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where you know what was their charge? Well, uh, they were put in there for for unlawful, unlawful carnal knowledge. Yep, that is. <laughs> and Brandon tried to say that Sammy couldn't get down. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Hey. All right. How about ain't talking about love? My my love is rotten to the core. So there you go. <laughs> I'm I'm going to repeat the point. You know, as the moderator's taking points here, that the biggest strength of Hagar's era was supposed to be intellect and refinement, and now yet they can't come up with right a, now. They what are can't you talking come up about? With a single a single good lyric. So I I came up with two easily. <laughs> you know, Larry's. Larry's currently in Durant, Oklahoma, so I understand that, you know, that might have affected him and he might just be, you know, having a hard time having all the, you know, parts of his brain tap into the old lyrics because he's in Durant, Oklahoma. and The only thing being played there is Clint Black. (laughs) So I think we're about to find out who won. It looks like uh, a point that some maths is occurring. Yeah. 
thank God there's no thank God there's no algebra involved or geometry with this. It's just good old fashioned plus and plus addition. Yep. Oh my gosh. Higgins is ringing the bell. <laughs> hey, I think it can you guys hear me again? Yep. Yes. Golly. Sorry, I keep getting locked up and everything. While the while the uh, judge is calculating the points, can I throw out a suggestion for our next debate? Uh, sure. The the Stevie Wonder Brooke? versus Ray Charles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. I, will, I will do that. It, it may end me and Larry's you know thirty year friendship, but but I'd be willing to do that. Debate. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I promise Good. it will. I will murder you. <laughs> It, it was mentioned hey. earlier. Can you bring Ronnie Millsap into that mix? Oh my God, blind piano player, make it a trifecta. Yeah, yeah let's let's just say that. Let's just say Ronnie would be my number two. <laughs> You're gonna have to stand before God one day in judgment and explain what you just said. Uh, I was I was gonna suggest uh, the Garth Brooks era or the Chris Gaines era. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Clearly, Chris Gaines. I mean, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, that's about as close as David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar, really. Yeah. Yeah, I can see where right? David Lee Roth one, would one be was Chris a clown. Gaines. Oh my god! Yeah, one, one was a clown. One was a serious artist. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I could see where David Lee Roth would be Chris Gaines. I could see uh-huh. how you would make that connection. I'm sorry, David Lee Roth is the OG. That's Both all there wore is to some it. makeup. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, you guys Everybody ready for some totals? Makeup. Well, okay. we're gonna go category guy by category here. <laughs> okay, I'm sure. I'm sure there'll be some some you know hurt feelings along the way. Uh, category one, which was stage presence, uh, Hagar gave him a three. Okay, Roth gave him a five. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, I have to. It's That's a given. Just, it is. It is. Uh, now, uh, for songwriter Roth got a three. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> Hagar got to give him a five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he, we're tied. You are tied. The, uh, uh, what was three here? Top hits fours across the board. Ooh. Uh, equal yeah. arguments guy. You guys got kind of tied on that one. <laughs> And number category four, best music video. Neither one of you swayed me either way from my favorites. So uh, threes across the board. Oh, this is All exciting. Right. Oh, we're coming down to it. <laughs> Nail biter. Shit. Category five, best song lyric <laughs> for Team Roth. Three. <laughs> Team Hagar, four. Damn. Oh yeah! Yes! <laughs> in your face, yes! Son! In your face. whatever, in yes! your face, barely. Don't even. Heather and Brandon, you guys are the guy in the airplane, and we're Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh, barely! You barely eked by. Just, just Don't a even. Little, hey, barely Only takes away. one. If I won the Super Bowl, barely, I'd still be a Super Bowl champion. <sighs> it only takes one. Yeah, but it's not like you beat us like a drum. Shut up. It was it was a great battle. It was a great debate. <laughs> I think that uh, everyone can agree they should have just changed their name to Van Hagar. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Wait, wait, wait. Bands. Hold on. That implies some 
pre preconceived bias from the don't, judge. Don't that start that line. Don't start Brandon. Wine. What does that have to I'll, do with it? No. You talk no. about the thunder from a preconceived bias every day oh on the I'm franchise. Just I'm just kidding. I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> I think he was the real he was, the real he winner here. The real winner here is Gary Sharon. Right. That's right. Because he still comes in third. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I missed it. <laughs> he said the real winner is Gary Sharon. He is the honorary wow. winner of this debate. Wow. So yeah. just 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 so we're not speaking ill of Gary, I, I I pointed this out before we started the debate at some point over text. When he signed on to Van Halen, he came to his audition. Wearing a T-shirt that would have required the largest set of stones for any audition anyone ever showed up for. He showed up wearing a T-shirt that said, who the F is Eddie Van Halen? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. That is true. That that is the one positive of the Van Sharon era. He gets a five for (laughs) T-shirt game. (laughs) Yes, that's definitely an honorable mention. (laughs) And to give Gary some credit here, Say some kind words for him. The man has an amazing voice. He has an amazing mm-hmm. stage presence. They he walked into a pretty much impossible situation. There was no way to come out on top. That's true. They they wanted him to be like David Lee Roth on stage, and they wanted him to sound like That's Hagar. True. And they f- tried to force something that just wasn't it. I think that if they would have taken more time, wrote better songs, and let him sing like he's supposed to sing, and not mm-hmm. scream god-awful nothingness it would have had a better chance of succeeding and josephina is still a decent tune <laughs> I, I stand by that yes i i can agree with that i, yeah. I do the think rest gary of the sharon album is god-awful gary sharon was put in an impossible situation and they also completely dumbed down on that album michael anthony which is a lead into to jack's uh uh end question here who's a better bassist, Michael Anthony or Wolfgang Van Halen. On Van Halen 3, they not only did they turn down his bass just overall, and I think Eddie actually played mm-hmm. a lot of the bass on the album. That's right. You didn't yeah. hear his background vocals, which are essential to Van Halen. Absolutely. They're, they're one of the greatest vocal groups of all time because of their backing vocals. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So clearly, the winner is Michael Anthony. No. I... <laughs> I don't know much about Wolfgang. You've never even heard of Wolfgang Van Halen. Dude, I, let me tell you about Wolfgang. He is the he is Eddie Van Halen. He's son. the son of Eddie Van Halen. So what? Yeah, and and he's Valerie Bertinelli's son. That's a that's a double whammy. And he was playing with Van Halen when he was fifteen years old. Fifteen. Okay. And and, and, and he was conceived in a cocaine rage. Evening Steve Winwood played with Spencer <laughs> Davis when he was like 14 and he was actually good. Who cares? Yeah, He's you not- thought it was amazing. Wolf, yeah, I did actually. Yeah, but Wolf Van get- no, just stop. Tito <laughs> Jackson played with Michael Jackson when he was five. Oh, my oh God. that's a different <laughs> podcast. Never mind. <laughs> his, na- his name is Wolfgang Van Halen. Name three names even better than that in your life. You don't know any better than that. Actually, I do. Van Halen. It's all about show and flash. Even Eddie knew he named his kid Wolfgang Van Halen. He didn't name it some refined intellectual name. (laughs) No, the strongman guy Magnus von Magnuson has a better name. What'd you say? The strongman athlete dude Magnus von Magnuson 
That's the better name. <laughs> Look, there's only one Anthony Michael worth knowing, and that's Anthony Michael Hall. Thank Nobody you. Cares about Michael Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you didn't say his name right. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm discerning to the Just better. Stop. Anthony Just Michael. stop. You you have lost your marbles. <laughs> I, I gotta ask You're... this though. Does Wolfgang sing? Does he do backup vocals in the same vein? No, I have no clue. I just no. I just learned about him earlier today on Google. He's actually <laughs> mute. <laughs> he only got the job because of his dad. If he came off the street, he wouldn't have got that job. No. <laughs> his dad yeah, you know was like, I'm going to teach him to play bass in case at some point something happens and I'll have a backup. He, he, That's the only reason he, he, he knocked up Valerie. Wow. Oh my God. He's the Donnie Jr. of the group, all right? <laughs> yeah, well, you want to know who else only got their job because of their dad? No. John Dut John Dutton. What? Huh? Is that a Yellowstone <laughs> reference? Yeah, it's a Yellowstone reference. It was, it was the first, it was the first nepotism I could think of. You're trying, you're trying way too hard now. <laughs> And you just wanted to work in nepotism to try and make yourself sound really smart. I did. I'm still trying to make up that one point. I'm hoping we get a reversal of the standard. <laughs> At least a tie, damn it. He's rubbing his head. I think he's done. <laughs> An hour later, Brandon's going to have a song lyric. Oh, wait, wait. Hey, nobody even remember. I don't even remember what song lyric beat ours. I don't even remember. Did, did y'all? I know Larry didn't come up with one. He didn't have internet for 10 minutes during that segment. And still, somehow, y'all beat us. This is the awesomeness of the lyric. Yeah. What was right it? Now we right now, we should listen to the lyrics. <sighs> we, all, we also. See, Jack bias. Bias. That's true. <laughs> so I'm just going to add real quick that I was usually laughing so hard at what brandon just said that i had a hard time coming up with any sort of retort because <laughs> i was too busy laughing so you know but, so there's that but i'm glad we did well, this this was a lot of fun the most serious thing that has probably been discussed in the podcasting world in the last six months absolutely <laughs> so. and we're all still friends right I don't know. Larry and Brandon might not be talking. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to talk it out. (laughs) Yeah, we go back to this Stevie versus Ray Charles thing. Yeah, yeah, it had nothing to do with Van Halen, so it's not your fault, Jack. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, Jack, I will say he got the reference on the cucumber pickled thing. So, (laughs) Brandon, you're still with me. Thank you. Yes, still with me. Jack, you don't have to sleep on the couch. I'll be nice. Well, yeah, it's too much trouble to move my CPAP. Right, exactly. Usually when you're mad at me, you go sleep on the couch. <laughs> Brandon, I've got uh, a king down here in Durand if you want to come down. Aw, <laughs> bro love. I appreciate that. I'll, hold on, let me, let me make a mixtape of all my favorite David Lee Raw songs and I'll head that way. <laughs> nice. I don't think he has just David Lee Roth songs. You're maybe thinking of Sammy Hagar songs. Actually, he's thinking of Barry White. <laughs> honestly, I'd take Barry White over both Eddie Van Halen and Sammy Hagar. <laughs> well, this has been loads of fun. Uh, Stephen, would you like to uh, to plug the things that you have to plug real quick? Uh, right now, season three of music. Or, sorry, 
Right now, season two of Music Rewind is hitting the airwaves. I'll start recording season three in the near future. We've got uh, Jack's episode on the Flaming Lips. A soft bulletin is out there for everyone to listen to. Some mm. new episodes about Neil Young's Live Rust and Commons B album. And next week will be Bruce Springsteen, Nebraska. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I was muted. <laughs> you, you just said like all of Larry's favorite things. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> I think we did. You, you just you uh, just took my spot, buddy. Who, who do you like more? <laughs> I'm sorry. Start over. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and and after Nebraska, we have the Quadrophenia episode. So it's every season two is rolling along. Uh, my my podcast is where people come on and just we talk about a favorite album of theirs and we just talk about the stories and memories behind it. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, Music Rewind. Please check it out. Yes. Yes. Yep. And Brandon, would you like to uh, uh, to plug your plug? Because when you talk about Thunder, your opinion is at least right on that one most of the time, unlike <laughs> this topic. <laughs> yeah, I know much more about uh i'm much more educated on on the thunder and nba than i am uh sammy hagar uh, yeah it's uh i write for <laughs> dailythunder.com uh you can find me on twitter at brandon rabar and yeah I, I pretty much talk uh thunder and, and nba all the time that's my that's my lane that's what i'm usually talking about on these podcasts and all right unless unless uh, larry asked me to go on his to for to talk about little celine dion that's about the only other time i get outside the lane <laughs> you now, son of a bitch <laughs> now, now larry i know you don't have any podcasts or radio things to plug so would you like to give as somebody that's a safety nerd in the industrial world would you like to give a a work safety tip in its place uh, yeah, I was trying to think of what it was uh, Jerry Springer used to say when he uh, signed off. Take care of yourselves and each other. Is that <laughs> the kind of thing? Nice. Uh, I like that. Yeah, that, that's what it was. Really, there that's what go. it comes down to, right? It's just about caring for people, man. That's what safety is. That's what. That's why I get to carry out my mission every day. I want to care about people. <laughs> there you go. And uh, Heather, I know you also don't have any podcasts or anything like that, but would you... Uh, like to plug that when you purchase gasoline that when it says there's a $75 maximum there's a hold on your credit card for a bit until that's done would you like to quickly explain that or did I do a good enough job well, for the most part people just need to understand basic banking and how shit works on their credit cards there you go go to Skillshare and you can learn basic banking that's Heather's bit of advice if you have checks you have money that's how it works oh uh yes <laughs> that's why i don't have checks because i have no money <laughs> all right <laughs> all righty well um this has been loads of fun i've really enjoyed uh enjoyed it listening friends i hope you guys had as much fun as we did and had as many laughs as we did and uh, with that i'm gonna i'm gonna sign off and We'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> See y'all later. Thank you for listening to Musings of an ADD Mind. If you enjoyed this podcast, or even if you didn't, please hit the subscribe or follow button. 